Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. podcast this is episode two we're very excited to um to be continuing the podcast and this month we have nicola byfoot as our guest uh welcome nicola hi adina thank you for having me so for those who don't know nicola's actually my sister so it is it's close to home this month but nicola has a history with concussions as well and some interesting experiences to offer so i thought she would be a great uh guest for this podcast so when did you sustain your concussion? Uh, so I sustained my concussion this April. Uh, so it's been a couple months. Um, I, I was actually in quarantine at the time, as as everyone was. So that was something that I definitely felt uh, changed my experience because I had to deal with the medical system when everything was in lockdown. So that was definitely something that was interesting. Um, and additionally, I actually sustained it just at home. So it it wasn't even something like during a sport, like what you normally hear, hockey, football, things like that. No, I just I just hit my head at home. So and I think that's a really good point to make because concussions have that very athletic sport oriented represent like reputation. Uh, But on the other hand, you can get concussed at home or um, just out and about just as easily. And so it's a good thing that you realized you had a concussion. And when approximately was it? that you decided like, hey, something's up. Yeah, so actually that um, that was one of the other things. I actually didn't really start to think that something was wrong until about a week later. Uh, so partially because I just hit my head at home, I was not really thinking that it could be something serious. Uh, but in the days following my injury, I woke up with a headache consistently throughout the entire week, and I'm not prone to headaches, or at least I wasn't pre-concussion. Um, and so I would be like, oh, I've woken up with a headache again. This is kind of strange for me, but I was just kept putting it off being like, oh, it's raining. You never know. Like I didn't really think anything of it at the time until about a week later when my symptoms were progressing more and more, I was becoming very sensitive to screens and light and sound and things like that. And I was trying to do a reading for school and I just couldn't finish it. And at that point I thought I should really look into it, see if uh, if something was going on. But that's, of course, scary because the first week is a 
a crucial time. So I think that I definitely did worsen the injury by waiting before really taking it seriously. Yeah, and that's it's it's really unfortunate that that you had that experience with that week delay in realizing that you were concussed. Um, for those that listened to our first episode with Joseph, um, he also had like a delayed response time after becoming concussed, which um, caused negative repercussions in the long run. Um, and so you think that probably worsened the condition then? Yeah, I would say it's very likely um, that, that that may have even taken it from a very mild injury to something a little bit more serious. Yeah, for sure. And for those that that uh, don't know, there is kind of um, a, kind of like a golden week that people talk about that you kind of need to get into action as soon as possible with concussions. And of course, you can still heal after um, after that time. But it is those first few days that are really important that you um, kickstart that recovery plan as soon as possible. Um, and so and so you said some of your symptoms that you had were were headaches, uh, sensitivity to light, what else? Yeah, um, headaches for sure, specifically brought on often by um, screens and light and things like that. Um, I do sometimes also, and I, specifically in the beginning, I would normally have them just constant all the time. I would wake up with them and they wouldn't go away. But um, as I started to recover, it was more the onset would be things like screens or lights or noises. Um, yeah, things like that. I also did have several problems visually. I um, I would have like dizziness and uh, floaters as well. Um, so that was another thing that I experienced, as well as just general loss of balance and and several other things. Yeah, and something that um, that I know as as Nicola is my sister is she's very active. She likes to be out and about. She's really not the type of person that wants to spend like her whole day indoors or on the couch and everything. So I remember that those first, that first time of recovery was really difficult for you because you were, um, even though it research has shown that having some movement is actually good for concussion recovery, but to a certain extent you did kind of have to be indoors taking it really easy. And I remember that was hard for you, right? Yeah, that was definitely hard for me. I, I really like to go outside, like to go for walks and also to the gym. And that's something that I was not able to do for a long time, specifically, um, any lifting weights, anything high, like cardio, I really was not able to do for quite some time. And that was difficult for me for sure. Um, eventually during the recovery process, I did start to phase in, um, just like short walks outside but even that, of course, it's very different from what I was used to. So that was definitely a shift for me. Yeah. And doing concussion presentations with the Concussion Legacy Foundation as well, we noticed that a lot that people who are very athletic and very active people, when they become concussed, the recovery is just that much more difficult for them because they have to abstain from all the things that they enjoy doing, basically. And that it's kind of like a, a toxic cycle because if they're unhappy, um, it can also aggravate, aggravate symptoms or it just causes more distress. So um, it's really important that people realize you can go for light walks and everything during your concussion recovery. Um, in fact, research has shown that it, it can actually help your recovery. So that's important to remember. But and then so you said that your your recovery, your recovery went better. And then at some point it became aggravated again by school, right? Yeah. So um, throughout the summer, I 
worked hard on my recovery. Um, I was also working with a physiotherapist uh, that was certified by complete concussion management. And that, um, that was something that I felt worked very well for me. And towards the end of the summer, I was under the impression that, uh, that I would be good going into the school year. But a couple weeks into the school year, I felt my symptoms starting to return, most likely because of the amount of screen time we have, not it, like in general, but especially now that we're in online school, it's been quite heavy. So that along with just readings and, and just the amount of load that, that that comes with, definitely I felt uh, that that hit me pretty hard. So that's something I wasn't expecting. Um, but yeah, so I, I guess it does come in waves in certain times because I did feel before the school year that I was doing very, very well. And um, yeah. Yeah, no, and then it, it really is too bad that this is kind of bad timing to have a concussion because of the pandemic, because, I mean, you have to spend so much time doing everything virtually, um, and even um, for those in school, perhaps you have the same experience here at U of T, a lot of uh, what we used to maybe do in textbooks and physical textbooks have just been issued to us online now, so we're doing a lot more online reading all our um, in-person meetings with professors or other students, they're all online. So if, a, if the screen is a trigger for concussion symptoms, that can be really difficult for students. And so one other, one of the main reasons that I really wanted to have Nicola on the podcast today is because she um, is actually maintaining a special diet um, with the hopes that that will help um, and aid her concussion recovery. And I find this a really interesting topic because it's not something that is very well researched. I was actually looking on PubMed and other uh, research databases earlier today to see if I could find um, more information about it. And there really is very little studies. The majority of the studies that have been done on this have been on mice, so not not super relatable to humans. But um, it has it has worked fairly well for you, right? Yeah, I've felt that uh, that the concussion diet was very good. That I, I've definitely felt like I uh, that it had a good effect on my recovery. Um, for sure, I'm still maintaining it. So basically, what it is is um, an anti-inflammatory diet. I guess you uh, you could also call it that. So it basically cuts out anything like refined sugars or um, anything that could cause inflammation. So it's also dairy-free. Um, vegan essentially just plant-based and um yeah so so it, it essentially the goal is to reduce inflammation um which hopefully would also translate to the concussion and the brain that's um yeah that's amazing and again disclaimer to listeners <laughs> i am not we are not medical professionals so if you are concussed and you want to try this please consult your um your family doctor or another health professional but I've seen, um, yeah, I've seen firsthand being living with Nikki or, or living with Nicola is that it has worked fairly well for her. Um, so it is a pretty strict diet for potentially the average person. Um, so Nikki, do you want to talk about some of like what maybe would be in your daily food intake, what type of foods you actively avoid and what type of foods you eat very often? Sure, sure. So um, I was actually vegetarian even before taking up this diet. So it was less of a shift for me than it maybe would be for some other people. 
but I did cut out all um, dairy and eggs as well. So I'm now essentially vegan. Um, so on top of that, I also um, don't really eat uh, like I I don't I stray, stay away from like white bread and um, things like that, as well as sugars like I eat a lot of fruit and uh, and things like that, but I don't eat any artificial sugars. So um, there's that. And then, so in general, what I eat is just a lot of fruit, a lot of vegetables, um, like oats. And um, I do eat some bread, but mostly like uh, sprouted whole grains and just um, nothing that's very refined or processed. So yeah. And then healthy fats, like avocados, flax seeds, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, certainly if it doesn't help your concussion will offer a lot of other health benefits as well. So that's, uh, that's fantastic. And like I was saying, so the research is definitely um, scarce. um, But as I look through the relevant research, there is definitely some uh, evidence that it can definitely reduce inflammation in the brain. Um, Again, a lot of the research is on mice, but still really interesting. Um, that the nutrient-rich uh, diets can reduce uh, disease and concussion pr- uh, progression. We're also seeing from organizations like Concussion Alliance that they are recommending um, a similar diet to what Nicola is following. Um, so definitely, if you're suffering from a concussion, maybe look into it. If it's, it's nice that it's just something you can do at home, right? You have so much autonomy with your diet. You can eat whatever you want. So it's not something that a therapy that you would need to go to a health professional uh, for at least not for upkeep, maybe initially to get advice. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Um, and so another thing that we're seeing is hydration is recommended. So is that something that you've been working into your daily life as well? Yeah, for sure. I definitely uh, make an effort to get uh, at least two liters of water every day, um, more as a bonus. So um so I definitely find that that's something that helps, um, of course, yeah. And uh, I've also actually had to reduce my coffee intake um, with my concussion, which is one thing I wasn't too happy about, but uh, but that I definitely feel has actually been helpful as well, so yeah. Yeah, for for anybody that knows our, um, our family, <laughs> we are very heavy coffee drinkers, so that is definitely um, a con to the diet. Um, but, um, but yeah, so I'm so happy that it is helping you. Um, yeah, for sure. and, um, that's absolutely fantastic. And so tell us a little bit about some of the symptoms that were brought back on at the start of the school year. So again, to summarize, Nicola has followed this diet for multiple months now, and she had a massive recovery, um, during the summer, she was feeling a lot better, but then the start of, start of the school year in September at the University of Toronto for us, we both go to the University of Toronto, kind of aggravated a lot of her symptoms. So which symptoms came back and um, which ones are you still symptom free on? Yeah, so um, the main one that I would say came back is just the headaches, um, specifically also brought on by long periods on screens. Um, long periods reading like small texts or something like that. Um, that that's the main thing that I felt really came back for me, which um, makes sense, I guess, because of course that is something that increased a lot with the start of the school year. Uh, prior to the school year as well, I was limiting my screen time a lot. I was not, um, I was doing everything I could to not be on screens as much as possible because I knew it was a trigger, but um then coming into the school year, I guess I just really was not accustomed to it at all. Um, so it really, that did hit me quite hard. Um, so the headaches was the main thing. And on top of that, uh, the visuals is something that I still have had an issue with. I've had floaters from time to time come back. I did have that quite a bit in the beginning. Um, and I've had that a bit now as well as well as just blurred or double vision if I have to be focusing on something on the screen for too long. So um, for me, the best thing to do has been to take frequent breaks just to do everything kind of in short bits of time. Um, but of course, there a challenge is uh, staying on top of everything because if I'm taking breaks and other people aren't, then of course I, I'm falling behind, right? So that's something that I feel um, has been a challenge for me is to be able to find the balance between like not triggering my symptoms, but still staying on top of everything. So, um, yeah, that's been something that has definitely been a challenge for me. And so what about the support? Um, do you feel that people have been very understanding and supportive? Like this is the same question that I asked Joseph in the last episode, because we know, unfortunately, that a lot of people um, don't have the respect for concussions that they should. And given that it's an invisible disability and an invisible injury, people don't really understand what a person who's con concussed is going through. So do you want to talk to that for a second? Um, yeah, the experience I've had has varied a lot from person to person um, based on who I've been 
in contact with. So back in April, um, I think I mentioned earlier, it was it was a bit difficult for me to get all of my administration sorted regarding my injury because we were in lockdown. Like it was everything was far more closed even than it is now with regard to COVID-19. So um, I was not able to see a doctor in person. I was not able to essentially see any medical professionals in person um, because nothing was open, like no clinics were seeing patients. So basically everything that I, um, everyone that I spoke to in that sense was over the phone which made it hard for the school to process my paperwork. Um, so yeah, so I guess it depends in that sense. I had some people who um, who were like, how long do you expect this to take? Like to exactly two weeks, like exactly 14 days after my injury, I got an email from someone in an office that said, it's been two weeks, like, are you better now? And I was like, no. <laughs> But um, but then I also had a lot of other people that were very supportive, people often who had had experience themselves with concussions. Some of my professors, their kids had had con concussions before, and those were the people that were very, very helpful and just uh, very patient and supportive and willing to accommodate me. Um, so, yeah, I would say it's definitely been uh, a little bit of both. Uh, kind of anywhere on the spectrum. I've probably uh, been in contact with someone. But I would say one thing is just that a lot of people don't really know what they're talking about when it comes to concussions. And I would say I probably didn't either before, before my own injury. So the most important thing, I think, is just education and, and understanding what it really is and what the implications really are. That is such such a good point. And yeah, that's an interesting thing you mentioned about the email, because I mean, you can't just put it like a timestamp on a concussion. It's really not like a doctor can tell you like, oh, don't worry, you'll be fine by this date. It's it's the exact opposite. It's so variant, so dependent on who you are, um, how hard the hit was, your history with concussions. As we know um, that concussions, the more concussions you've had, it typically results in like worse symptoms or longer recoveries. And so what did you have a concussion before this? No, I've, I've never had a concussion before this. Um, so that's, that's good. Right? Yeah. That's, yeah, no, that that's definitely good. Yeah. So, um, that's amazing. And so what, do you plan on continuing this diet or do you have like a certain time? Like if you become asymptomatic at some point, is, is it something that you want to stop or continue? Um, I would say it could be loosened maybe. Um, for sure. I'm not, I'm not saying that I'll, that I'll maintain this for the rest of my life, but I have to say that I've really, uh, noticed the benefits both for my concussion and just in general, in the way that I feel, I've really enjoyed the effects of, of this diet. So, I mean, um, I definitely will continue to eat healthy. I did before as well, but even more so, I've just really felt a difference in my energy levels and uh, and things like that with this extremely like nutrient rich diet. So I would say that I plan to continue it, but maybe more loosely going forward. 
100% and we're so happy that it served you so well and for again for uh, for listeners um, do your own research talk to your medical professional again there isn't a lot of research but there is some research to show um, that an anti-inflammatory diet can have positive effects on concussion recovery so it's really an exciting area of research um, and I mean you don't have a lot to lose because it it can lead to other health benefits if it doesn't help your concussion so definitely something to look into and something to keep an eye on. Um, and with that, is there anything else that you want to tell listeners about um, maybe with regard to taking it seriously immediately or? Um... Um, yeah, the main thing I would say is uh, to just, yeah, take yourself seriously. It doesn't matter how insignificant it may have felt um, or, or how mundane, you never know. It's every every hit could be different and you could hit your head on the same couch you've hit your head on before and you could get a concussion one time and not get a concussion the next time. And and if you are feeling like something's off, you shouldn't dismiss that feeling because a lot of the time it's it's for a reason. And that was the case with me and I did dismiss it at first. And, and I have to say that I definitely think it worsened my injury. That's a great message. Well, thank you so much for being on Brainiac, Nicola. We we're super happy to have you. Um, and thank you to all the listeners. Again, uh, my name is Adina, um, and we're doing this podcast um, in affiliation with both Concussion Talk as well as the U of T chapter of the Concussion Legacy Foundation of Canada. Um, and thank you again for listening, and always feel free to reach out. This program is sponsored by HeadCheck Health, who bridges the gap in concussion care through simple, powerful technology. Join organizations like the Canadian Football League, Trek Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University, and Volleyball Canada, who rely on HeadCheck to improve communication and optimize care. Visit HeadCheckHealth.com for more. The music at the beginning of this podcast is by bensound.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.